(laughs) This is what you always do. She does this every time. She just starts laughing. That might be just the way we just started off the episode, is you just laughing. (laughs) All right, you better just start it. Well, I can't while you're cackling over there. Well, it's just a part of it. We've already started. That was our introduction. Okay? Okay. I'm going to start now. Go for it. Okay, so this is going to be our second episode. Bethany's been already laughing, so we'll see if we can actually pull this off. But um, our second episode of the Real Marriage Podcast with... You know what? Did we put this in as with Bethany and Tom, or did we put it as Tom and Bethany? Tom and Bethany. Tom and Bethany, that's right. Let's make sure we keep it that way. I mean, I'm just trying to... Man, we could get deep into that today, but we are not today. You probably want to back off of that subject. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to touch that right now. Um, there's a reason why I bought a comfortable couch. We are one flesh, so technically they should be right. Yeah, so I, don't know. I think we work. should. We, you know, what we could do? We could get a uh, um, like uh, what are the the Hollywood couple names? What our our name like when they combine them? So would our name be Tethany? I didn't know people did that. What you didn't know that? Never. Who did that? Oh well, so I think it was. I think was you're it, making things. No, up. no, no. Was it Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? Were they thing? Because they called them, uh, uh, Brad Jolina. Yeah, don't, don't you remember know. that? I don't actually, because I don't look at that stuff. People so. will write something in the comments, and they will tell us that we were right about this, probably. Yeah. And I'm rooting for them because the last time, remember, we talked about how you like to ruin my yawns, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of people who came out of the closet as yawn destroyers, yes. and I. Dislike. I'm very proud of you all for no, stepping out. Very and bad. Representing very the Yon Destroying Club. This is Keep up the good not work. good. I uh, think it's a sign of love that you want to <laughs> I think, <laughs> that you want to flirt with your best friend. <laughs> I think I think you should create a Facebook group for all of you losers yeah. who want to destroy yawns. It's Why not you forgot to did you introduce it or what? <laughs> I'm working. I'm getting there. Gosh, man. Um, so this week we're going to talk about disappointing your wife. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, this week we are going to be talking about La Rosa's and lockers. Yep. Yep. So we kind of found ourselves falling into this idea of alliteration, uh, because we did it last week with, uh, peachiness and pet peeves. Yeah, and thanks so, to the people who suggested. Yeah, and so now I think that's kind of our, it's going to just stick with us. So, I like it. Yeah. It's different. It feels fun. It feels different. It feels yeah. good. So, La Rosa's and Lockers is what we're going to be talking about. And just to help preface what that means is we're going to be talking about how this amazing, powerful, dynamic duo, Wonder Twins Unite, um... How it came the to be. The cutest couple from high the school. The cutest couple. Let's just throw that out there. That's right. That's right, baby. Guys, we didn't know. People voted for us. We didn't know we were the cutest couple. Not people only, voted for us in high school. Not only did people vote for us, <laughs> enough people voted for us that, that the won. entire community or class of 2004 voted that we would be the cutest of all the couples. So I'm just telling you right now, if you were a couple in 2004, I'm sorry. You didn't make the cut. This is yeah. it right here, Some right? Some are still together, though, too. 
Uh, We're not I mean, the only ones who made it. They may be hanging on by a thread, but <laughs> we got it going strong, sis. <laughs> so so we're going to talk tonight about La Rosa's and Lockers, and it'll make more sense as we get into the story, but we're really just going to kind of share the story of um, how we came together and um, some of the things that we did. So, I mean, this podcast is going to be geared um, kind of more towards someone who may be looking for a relationship or they may be early into a relationship mm-hmm. um, uh, or, you know, what, whatever that story may be there. Or praying uh, for your soulmate. Yeah, yeah, because we, we want to, to yeah, we want to share a little bit about our own journey, some of the things that we did, things that we were doing that were very intentional, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that we were smart enough to understand everything that we were doing at that point. Um, I mean, we were smart. maybe we were. <laughs> uh, maybe we were kind of we smart. We had the right idea. Um, but I, I think I think it's a good story, and I think it's uh, I think it's one worth sharing. Um, I mean, we now have hundreds of thousands of listeners on this <laughs> podcast. I don't know why you're laughing at that. Um, but, Do we uh, have any followers? I, I don't know. Um, I'm, Somebody follow us. Come I'm on. sure. I'm sure we've got some followers. Um, I mean, you've got to have your Yon Destroyer Facebook group. Yeah, Everyone I mean, in there has got to be following. The Yon supporters right? should be following us. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know about that. I so, would say, um, bear with us for sure, because obviously these are stories from high school as well. You are know? you saying that you you're not going to know all the details? No. Are I'm you just going to like make stuff up to I'm make it worth walking? Talk, bear worth with us about? because it sounds funny now. Thinking back, like we were just kids. Well, I think it's going to sound um, the new kids on the block. Yeah, you know? I think it's definitely going to have that cutesy high school feel to it, yeah. probably. So um, might be different than our normal ones. I think because my parts we're going back. My parts are going to sound rugged and manly. Your so, parts may sound. You only had a mustache then. You okay, didn't let's. Have a beard. But you did have hair on your head. There are not things <laughs> that have to be revealed <laughs> on these podcasts. Uh, um, you only had a stash. So. Okay, so so with that, with that, I really honestly think if we're gonna start talking about this, um, you're gonna have to actually start this off because, <laughs> to be quite honest. I believe it or not, now people people are going to be completely floored by this. I think <laughs> I think this is going to completely knock them off their socks, knowing how um, um, I guess outward I am, how expressive I am, how much of a pursuer <laughs> that I am. I didn't start this thing. Um, I may have. Well, you kind I, of started it. I listen, was just a nice girl. I made that sure to notice your eyes. Okay? I made sure that it got to a finish line. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you were the one who fired the shot at the beginning of the race. I did a nice girl compliment that you well, okay. took well, and ran. I think you're going a little bit too far. So I'm just gonna <laughs> let you start this off. Of how? <laughs> how did this happen, Bethany? What? Explain to me what happened here. Well, <laughs> we start this. I think, okay. I think that, you know, when you're in high school, all girls have potential lists. For me, it was, is this person going to be my husband or not? I wouldn't even know somebody, but I would think that. And that's just because I loved the Lord. And Tom, I didn't know. We had a super small high school. So you pretty much knew everyone. And however, I did not know Tom. I only knew his name. I don't, I mean, we maybe had classes together, but I can't remember. But I would just pass him in the hallway. And 
I mean, at that time, he didn't dress maybe the way I wanted or anything like that, but he had potential. <laughs> that sounds awful, doesn't it? This is it? the podcast where you find out that Bethany <laughs> was a stalker. <laughs> I wasn't a stalker. Oh, wait till the details okay. come out. Then you, well, how there, much detail? There were some want? stalker tendencies. I'm just saying. There's some stalking. Okay, here's the thing. A, a girl notices if she thinks a boy might be cute, Okay. And I happened to see him in the halls, and I would pass him, and he has super, super blue eyes, and that's what I liked. So every time I walked in the hallway, I would look for Tom and see see if I still thought maybe he was cute. So this, is just, this sounds yeah. weird saying and it. And here I was just trying to pass, guys, <laughs> and I had no clue. I, so, was, I, I was being literally measured out and decided yeah, on a scale whether this guy might be worth me and my attention <laughs> and my devotion while I'm just trying to get through class. So I added him to my potential list of maybe he could be cute kind of guy. <laughs> I didn't really know anything about him, and but I did look forward to walking by him in the hallway just to see if I thought his eyes were still cute. <laughs> and then, so then it was La Rosa's, right? La Rosa's. So I worked at La Rosa's. And um, which La Rosa's did you work at? Goshen. The one in Goshen. That's and, right. Um, I was just a super nice girl. That sounds weird to say it like that, but I was super friendly. I like how you said you were a super yeah, nice girl. Yeah, I'm not anymore. What has happened since then? I'm a you super nice woman now. Oh, <laughs> nice save, nice save. So, I'm just super friendly. I was the cashier and. A man came in, and I saw that the ticket said his last name was Curie, and I was just like, whoa. I was like, are you related to Tom Curie? Because, again, I didn't know anything about him, but I did think he had potential for greatness. For greatness. <laughs> and so he's like, yes, that's my son. And hold, I'm on, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, he said, that's my favorite son, right? <laughs> did he say that? He didn't. Please tell me. He, he did didn't he say, say that. Oh. Okay. But he was very happy that you were his son. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> it does. It helps. And he said, that's my son. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I said, can you just tell him he has the prettiest blue eyes and the prettiest white teeth? And I was seriously just trying to be nice. Now, I wasn't trying to start anything. Now, hold on. I was a Jesus girl. Listen Staying to me. focused on Jesus. <laughs> Y'all's going to clarify this for her to help her understand this. If you, out of the blue, send a message to a boy and you are a girl and you compliment two features right out of the gate, to me, that is a woman saying, hi, please come talk to me. Okay? <laughs> now, y'all can correct me if I was wrong in reading it that way. Apparently, Bethany says, I'm just a nice person. Yes. I don't believe, now, you tell me if I'm wrong, I don't believe that every parent that came in for every boy that went to the school, no other that you parents sent, came in. Okay, yeah, you Goshen La Rosa's. My family, yeah, my family was the only family in the entire. I don't remember th- any other families. That <laughs> That's because all you were thinking of was me. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so you 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 tell them you so send this message he's like, home. Yeah, right? I'll definitely tell him, and I'm like, cool. I don't think anything else more about it. And so then, so you need to tell so that then, part. So then, yeah, yeah. So, so I, um, as many of you would probably imagine, um, I was at home when my mom and dad got home with dinner, which was La Rosa's pizza, which I'm sure had plenty of bacon on it for me. 
Um, but, um, you know, my mom and dad came home. I had been praying in my bedroom for days when they arrived. <laughs> no, okay, that's not true. Um, I was actually sitting on the front porch playing guitar. Um, that's where I practiced Before your guitar. life changed. Um, that's, that's, it's a true statement. Um, cause I got a new guitar that night. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, uh, but yeah, my mom and dad came home and my mom, uh, listen, my mom, um, is always beaming proud of any of her sons receiving any sort of compliment. And, and I think any mom is like that, right? Yeah. Any mom or dad is like that. But I remember my mom stepping out of her van and she was beaming just ear to ear, smiling so big. And she was like, well, you've got a secret admirer. And I, <laughs> I something to that degree. And I said, uh, I said, what? And they and they so they relayed the message that um uh, bethany said and actually what she said i said who 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 is it and they said a girl named bethany pendergrass and my immediate response was i have no clue who that is (laughs) um so if that makes you feel good (laughs) he didn't notice me at all apparently (laughs) i was so busy he said he was being a respectful boy he didn't try to look so yeah, I, I mean, I was I'll just trying to that. be a good guy, man. I'm just <laughs> trying to be a good guy, get through my life, you know. Um, so, 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 anyways, so they relay this message to me, and I immediately call one of my friends, and I'm like, "Hey, who is Bethany Pendergrass?" Um, and you know, so I start the process of kind of my own journey of figuring out who is this girl. Is this a girl that I would want to talk to? Um, and then when I actually realized who she was, I was like, why is this girl wanting to talk to me? Cause that was my thought. Was, what was I? Well, you were a cheerleader for one. That's right. Um, yeah. Go so, so Let's I was, go. I was not, <laughs> um, right I wouldn't say no, calm down. Um, I would say I was not in the cheerleader circle of influence in my life. Um, <laughs> That's a nice way of putting, <laughs> I think so. uh, putting it, uh, but, uh, but anyway, so, so it was like, wait a minute, I've got this beautiful cheerleader who is actually interested in me <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, dude, you better jump on this. Cause this is your one shot, man. Like this is it. You blow this. It's over. son. This is as good as it gets. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the rest of the story. It's pretty funny. Yeah. So, so, so anyways, so what do I do? Yeah. I, I got to talk to you. You go all in. Right. I, I, right. <laughs> this is it. It's like she, she is literally sent out the honing beacon who's like, look, <laughs> I am interested in you. You are, you are, in, you are interesting to me. And so you what do I do? What do I do? I corner her. Yes. Right. Embarrassingly. Um, and, and so, so Bethany, I guess I'll share that. Yeah, Beth, you're going to have to explain what happened here. So I get on the school bus, and it's the second to last day of school, and junior year, right? No, this was sophomore year. Sophomore year. And um, first of all, all of my sisters ride my bus, so super embarrassing for a guy to want to talk to you in front of your sisters because they don't let you live it down. Unless that guy is Tom Keery. Yeah. So another friend of mine who was in art classes with me was friends with Tom as well, and he rode my bus, and Tom's bus was literally right across from mine, which I don't know if I ever realized that before then. And Chris calls me over. His name was Chris. 
Uh, he calls me over and he's like, hey, Bethany, this Tom wants to talk to you. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, no, please. I think my entire face probably turned red. And I was like, I did not want to go over there for some reason. Mostly, I think, embarrassment. And so I come over and you're like. You know, you're going to sound really mean. I am going to sound you, mean, you but I'm realize. not mean. I was just scared. <laughs> Again, I was always like, is this my husband or not? Okay. That's why. Let's think about it like that, people. Okay, I'm with you. I'm, so, I'm following you. So you say to me, you're like, hey, my, did you say my dad saw you at La Rosa's? I yeah. Think. And you're telling me, and I was like, oh, yeah, I just wanted to say that, you know, like, that's it. Okay, let me go sit down. And he says, he's like, hey, give me your number. I want to give you a call sometime. And this sounds so high school, doesn't it? This it was high funny. school, man. He's we used like, to call give, people. Yeah. He's like, give me your number. I want to call you sometime. And I'm like, no, that's okay. It's all right. You know, like, don't worry about it. And he's like, come on, just give me your number. And I'm like, no, it's all right. You know, because I don't have anything to write it on. Yeah, I just kept coming up with all kinds of excuses. I'm like, I don't have anything to write it on. Like, and let me tell you, this guy right here has no idea of how to take a hint. I was clueless. I was clueless that she was trying to dodge that at all. I was just thinking, man, this girl really doesn't, you know, she doesn't understand that it's easy to remember a phone number or anything like that. Yeah, and he just kept, I would say, begging me, kind of. Not begging, Whoa, but like, let's what's calm the word? It down. I was he persistent. He was very determined. Was okay? persistent. So he just kept asking me, and finally I'm like, I don't have anything to write it down. And he's like, just give it to me. I will remember it. And I'm like, okay, because obviously I had no other reason to say no. So I gave it to him. And then your bus was leaving, right? That's right. Yeah. That was it. Okay. And we I sailed off into the sunset separately. I was mortified, went and sat at my seat. She left mortified. I left excited. Yeah. So first <laughs> off, everyone should know, I was not allowed to call boys. Right. This oh, is part okay. of the here's, problem. Here's where she's going to try to protect herself. I was Go not ahead. allowed to call boys. Go tell your story. And I had already gotten in trouble for it my freshman year. And so I was not going to dishonor my dad Because there was a boy that was worth calling that wasn't me. But go ahead. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that rule then, too. Oh, wait. This is yeah. about to get laid out well, on this I table right here. I was going to get in so much trouble. And then I did. <laughs> go ahead. So then the very next day was the last day of school. And this is hilarious. I told myself... I am not looking up at him. I am going and sitting down in my school bus seat. I'm pulling a book out, and I'm going to act like I don't see him at all. And I get on the bus, pull out my book, and literally I'm pretending to read the entire time. Because she didn't know how to read at that point. Yeah, I don't think I read any of that. I was <laughs> so didn't. scared. You were staring straight at I was it. so shaky and scared that you're going to say something to me. And so I'm sitting there pretending to read a book, and I barely... A small hint of curiosity came, and I barely stuck my eye over the book, and he has his head out the window, and I wish you could see me, because he was using his hand to wave me, like, come here, come here, and I just look up at him, and I just didn't know what to do, I just froze, and I was like, I can't hear you, I just put my hands up and said, I can't hear you, and I would not, I would not go to him, so your bus left. Yeah. And that was the last day of school. So we were on summer. And during the summer, I saw that he had tried to call me one time. And again, I couldn't call him back. So the whole summer went by. Were you very sad? I was completely devastated. Were you sad? Because I realized there was this girl who had been stalking me. But once, <laughs> once she discovered that I decided to stalk her back, 
she ran away. So I guess you were playing hard to get, I like in a so. weird way. I think um, I was mostly scared. Think, and you were nervous. And why? But why were you nervous? You were nervous because I didn't know if you were my husband. Right, and that, well, that's and always your always been your idea is that if you were looking at someone for a relationship, the only reason you were looking at them was are they husband. going to be my husband? Yeah. Well, in freshman year, I. There was a boy who literally broke my heart, who I thought I was going to marry because that was just like my first puppy love. Which is love. really insanity yeah. when you think about it, but go, go ahead. Literally broke my heart, though, and I decided after that moment that I was not going to have a boyfriend unless I thought potentially he was going to be my husband. That was just what me and God had decided, and I was going to listen to that, and so... It really scared me, even though I thought Tom was potentially cute or could potentially be a nice guy. I was really afraid to maybe get my heart broke again, I guess. Right. And I didn't want to waste anybody's time if they weren't really going to be my husband. Mm -hmm. But I guess I really wasn't giving you a chance yet to even find out. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So the next year, did you try to call me again? I think you said you I think I think we try, I tried calling twice. So the next year, I think I may have had, a, yeah, I had we a had couple a class. classes with mm -hmm. you. And I would see him in the hall, and he would never look at me. He always just had his head down. He would, I felt like he purposely was avoiding me at all times. And I just felt so bad about it. Like, I have just crushed this boy's heart. I am the meanest girl. I don't know yep. why. I mm -hmm. acted like I couldn't True. hear him. True. And it really was just embarrassment, too. <laughs> but so I had a friend who Tom was friends with as well, and I had her get Tom to come over. At the end of class, one period. Yeah. And I was like, hey, do you remember last year when you asked me to come and I acted like I couldn't hear you? I was like, I am so sorry. I was just so scared to talk to you. And basically, I just apologized to him and said, like, can we be friends? I'm so sorry that I was so mean to you. And I feel like I broke your heart. And I think then you acted like it was completely fine. Darn you were like, right it's fine. It's, you know, well, not in that voice. I don't know how to do your voice. But <laughs> it's totally fine. So cool. Later on, it took once we were together. He told me he was sad about it. But in that moment, he was like, "It's cool. We're fine. We can be friends." You know. And so then, then we had we both got on coming home court in our school. So yeah, coming home. You got to explain coming home. So most people know homecoming. Yeah. I, very few schools do what they call coming home. Yeah. So homecoming, you know, is the big last home game, football, and you do the homecoming dance, and they have homecoming court. Um, we did we did that, uh, but we also had, with the basketball season, we had what we called coming home. Now, Bethany is going to tell you, and I don't think this is true, okay? Um, Bethany is going to tell you that with coming home, <laughs> The girls had to ask the guys to the dance. We did. Now that that may that may be what you think. I don't ever remember that being the case. And and listen, we will have some Goshenites that will yeah. likely listen to this, and you guys Goshenites, can clarify that for confirm. me. Please confirm. Well, at hold least, on, hold on. Confirm the truth. Here. Let's confirm the truth, people. Confirm that don't I was confirm correct. that you were correct. <laughs> Let's confirm the truth. So so both of us, both of us, both don't do that. Both of us were on coming home court. Um, and so when you're on court, you have to walk with someone on court. Yeah. You have to pair up with someone. But the girl had to ask the guy. Per Bethany. Yes, per me. That's what we were told. Maybe someone lied to me. 
Okay. Maybe. Maybe someone lied to me. So we both get on court, and I'm thinking, okay, Tom's on court. He's the only guy I would have wanted to walk with. And so somehow I got another burst of braveness. It must have been Jesus, knowing ahead of time. And he walks by my lunch table, and I'm just like, hey, Tom, do you want to walk me on a court? And he says, yes. I don't even know how I did that, but I did. I don't know. So then you, what happened next? So then we do court. So we do court. Now and- we got, I got the braveness because I couldn't call him. And I was scared to death, and I asked you for your email address. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's what you did back then. We didn't have cell phones. Yeah, Bethany decided that, Gosh, phone, that calls, makes us feel old. phone calls were too much for her. Yeah. And so she was like, can I have your email address? And I was like, crap, I, I've got to actually check my email and like use email now. Because I hadn't really used it to that point. Yeah. So I got, I got email, and then we did gravitate towards phone. But, um, but we ended up... Before we were ever boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. Our first phone call. Um, you called me. Okay. I believe you. I don't remember you that You called much. me. Remember, it was our first phone call. Well, if, if, listen, if you were going to tell me that you called me, I was going to call you out on the year before yeah. that you weren't able to call no, boys you if you did. Me. So I believe that I called you. I'm with we you. We had been emailing for a while because we had like a couple weeks until the dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we started emailing to get to know each other. And then you called me. You asked me if you could call me right after school. Okay. And so our And I said I still had your phone number? No. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt no, that. No, we had moved. But I think maybe we had the same phone number. I don't Who knows? Five seven five four eight three one. Yeah, but you ended up calling me, and we we started out. The very first thing we did was I tricked you. Remember? Yeah. So the first thing that we ever did is still Bethany's favorite thing to ever do, and it is playing what she calls the question game. Yes, the question game is the best. It will change your life if you want a good marriage. The question game is the best. Yeah, it's the. If you need a good dating we, thing. We're gonna have to clarify this because what it sounds like the way you're portraying it right now is the question game. It's where the wife questions everything that the husband does. No, it's no. fun question. So the question game for Bethany Although was she could do that was well. literally she would um, berate you with questions across anything. I mean, it could yeah. be ketchup or mustard, mustard or mayonnaise. If you um, had. To choose to be freezing for the rest of your life or to be sweating, what would you do? And you have to answer them. And it's so fun, guys. And we would talk for hours. And we, yes. after the first awkward moment of adjusting on the phone, we had the best conversations. Yes. But our first conversation First was, conversation. We were. That was we probably were, within the first 10 minutes. It was. We were vetting each other out yeah. is honestly what we were doing. And from both sides, right? Because you served the Lord then and so yes. did I. And so we wanted to make sure, is this the kind of person that we would get together with? Okay. Yeah. That we would want to be with. Um, now I'll say one of the first questions that I know would have been a topic of conversation was music. Yeah. Now. Bethany and I couldn't have been more polar opposites when it came to music so much that let me explain to you when I was at that age, I despised rap music with everything in me. And I had already said that if I would, that I would never date a girl who liked rap music. Mm -hmm. And I'll, and I'll go so far as to say there was a girl that I had started a relationship with 
But when I found out that she liked rap music, I broke it off. I literally broke it off because I found out that she liked rap music. So it was a little bit of a shock to my system Mm -hmm. when we found out that our music tastes couldn't be farther apart. I mean, I love country music. And Bethany You love Southern hated Gospel and Bluegrass. All that. Bethany hated country music at that point in her life. Yes, I do. Um, and so we were so polar opposite. So I was like, man, I really need to continue vetting this because if our music tastes are already this far off, this may be yeah. a big And rap's no, no. the best, by the way. And just a side note, Tom loves rap I now, love, guys. I love all of it now. So there's hope for you, Christian there's, rap. I listen to a lot of music now. But, yeah. but so We've both come a far way there. But believe it or not, Bethany got me good because we we didn't pull any punches we wanted to know everything so the yeah. question game yes we asked the hard questions yes first. the question game was not just um just the easy fun cutesy questions we asked the real the real questions too and i and i remember asking bethany do you do drugs yeah and it was it was important to me because i um i didn't want to get involved in any of that i didn't want to be a part of any of that Mm-hmm. And Bethany totally gets me good, <laughs> and she literally responds, "Yeah." And I was like, "Wait, really?" Like, like and I and I even asked, like, "Which ones?" And he, and she literally said, "All of them." Like, are you kidding me? And I was, I, said, I remember, I joke. remember sitting there going, "Oh my gosh!" Like, what is wrong with this, this chick? Is over. Like, this is it. This is it. I'll I'll do the dance thing. I'll do the. You know, I'll do the the coming home court, but this isn't going to work. And and I think, and maybe I'm, you know, playing along with this a little too. I almost feel like we moved on to the next question before you came back and said, "Hey." No, I think you were like, you were like, "Are you serious?" or something oh, like so that. So I pressed in. I pressed in. And I was That's like, right. I was like, "No, I'm just teasing you." Like, no, I don't do any drugs or drink. And then I think one of our first ones is if. Did we love Jesus? You yeah, know? I'm sure. I'm sure we, we asked got, all those. We got into class everything. Questions. I mean, there was nothing. There was no stone left uncovered. Yeah, and we spent days um, where we would spend three plus hours on the phone. Right? I mean, yes. Um, are you pure? Are have you ever? Like, yeah. All those I mean, hard literally questions from the beginning to figure out whether we wanted to. Pursue that. Pursue pursue relationship. Because it's so, you know, uh, and we've run into people where um, they will start a relationship and um, Bethany or I will ask a simple question like, well, are they Christian? Do they believe in God? And and we've had the response. Well, I I, I don't want to get into the, any of that yet. Yeah, I don't like I don't like talking about that stuff right away. Let me tell like... you, you talk about the things, listen, the things that you desire in a husband or in a wife, you talk about those things right away out the front gate, son. Yeah. I mean, it is it is so important, and I think. You know, it's almost like people are trying to avoid confrontation, but the reality is is you need to have these conversations because you are looking for someone to spend your entire mm-hmm. life with. And so being ashamed or being concerned or being shy about asking questions about something that is so important to you. Look, yeah. if you're not comfortable asking that question, you probably shouldn't already be talking to them. I mean, it's as simple as that yeah. in my world. Um, and that, I mean, that's literally, we spent days vetting each other out, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I'm going to be honest with you. 
I struggle because she does like mayonnaise and I don't. <laughs> and it, you know, is almost a deal breaker. Um, but, but, you know, we, we say that because it is, it is not something to avoid. If you're going to avoid those questions early on, there's going to be other things that you're going to try to hide behind or you're going to try to avoid when it gets sticky, when it gets tough, when it gets difficult. And you have to be able to talk about these things. Anytime, look, anytime that we've seen someone who've tried to climb into a relationship without being upfront and addressing yes. these things first, they failed. They're all ended badly. <laughs> it's all ended badly. Um, yeah. And so, you know, while we may have not fully understood what we were doing in the time, and we, I think we understood what we were doing, yeah. but I, I don't think we understood how much important it was. how yeah how important that really was going through that I remember process. feeling like it was very important but I especially think it's so important because life is so short too not that my philosophy was I don't want to waste any time I don't want to waste someone else's time I don't want to invest falling in love with someone who is not in line with where I feel like God's taking me and so that was like my number one thing to find out does he fit this category? And not that people are a waste of time. I mean, you can have friends and things like that. But if you're considering that someone could potentially be your husband or your wife, you need to take it serious from the beginning because life is precious. And you don't want to accidentally fall in love with someone who isn't in line with the things that you want to pursue on your journey with God. Because if not, you're going to have so many conflicts. And so... That's kind of why we want to share our story today is to kind of help people who are pursuing somebody that these things are very important to do um, from the beginning um, to find your soulmate. Yeah. And I, you know, I think it's, I think it's important to say that um, it doesn't mean creating an environment for an interrogation, right? We weren't interrogating each other. Uh, we were asking, we were asking questions to understand who this person was, um, to also enjoy just getting to know the person. Right? There's yeah. plenty of other things yeah, we that we were talking about. <laughs> um, but but the truth of the matter is, we needed to know yeah. where each person stood, how each person was raised, their background, their theology, their their mindset, their just the way that they were as a person, uh, because it is so important. People look, people come together in relationships, and I, I love how you just said that. You don't want to accidentally fall in love with it, because listen, love is something that is cultivated. It is something that happens over time. Now, Bethany, there is no doubt in my mind. That it was love at first sight when she saw me, right? Uh, <laughs> but and that's why she avoided me, right? You were just scared of all that love. Um, but 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 the reality is, is any relationship takes time. It takes effort. It takes energy, and people are taking and they are spending energy and effort and time in investing in a relationship that because they're not willing to ask the difficult things up front because they're afraid to get into them right away 
they are allowing themselves to accidentally fall in love. You know, and it's not it's not by accident. I mean, they, they truly are. They fall in love with people because you can. You can absolutely fall in love with that person, things about them, character about them. But then there's a side of them that you don't want to touch. And partially it's because you don't want to mess know. it up, right? <laughs> like, you, I already kind of know where they're at on this. But to be quite honest, I'm enjoying all this aspect of them. So I, I don't really want to get into it. But it is those uh, those foundational, the most important, right? The Bible says that, that if you build the house on the rock, mm-hmm. it'll stand. Yeah. And the problem is, is everyone has taken the sand, the pebbles, the little things, mm-hmm. and they've been okay with them. And they've tried to build their house on them. But the problem is, as soon as they start building, it all starts to collapse. And it's because... They didn't take that chief cornerstone. They didn't put it in place. They yeah. didn't make sure that the most important things were right before they started building on it. Yeah. And I was going to add to that, too, that it's so important to get the basics, the, the big belief systems on the same page. Like, But you're not always going to agree on everything. Like yeah. that I liked rap and you loved southern gospel and mm-hmm. you know like right. yeah. we were very different there so there's some things it's okay that you can be flexible on but your core things that are going to pave the way to your destiny and your walk with christ those are huge and those are crucial for finding out from the beginning so even how old were we what 15 16 mm-hmm. i'm thankful that we had we had been raised to ask those questions. And so if we can share that with anybody who's walking through that now, please take our advice. And I think, I think too, everybody wants love and nobody mm-hmm. wants to be alone that you feel, sometimes you feel like, sometimes a girl could maybe feel like he actually likes me and you feel so pressured to. Not you though. I mean, you were <laughs> like, oh, he likes me. Uh. <laughs> right. Now you messed up my thought. <laughs> you feel so pressured to, um, Lock it down. So yeah, to have love and to get married and have this dream wedding and stuff, but we've got to be careful, even in that, that we're constantly seeking the Lord, even as a teenager, even if you're older right now and you're looking for something, we have to seek God's face on who does he want? Who does he want for you? Who does he have for you? And you know, I got to the point even at that young age where I was I was praying that every day. I'm like, Jesus, show me who my husband is and if he's not I don't want to pursue him. And honestly, once we were boyfriend and girlfriend, every single month, I would go through this phase. It sounds horrible now, but I would go through this phase where I would get really scared that maybe Tom wasn't the one for me. And and I would just have to seek God again in that month. Like, Lord, show me, is he the one? Is he not? Because if not, I want to, I want to end this and I want to pursue who you have for me because I just... I didn't want to waste any time on my journey with the Lord and finding who he had for my partner. And let me let me just say this. Um, put yourself in my shoes for a minute. If Bethany comes <laughs> back from her conversation with God and God tells her no, how do you how do you like combat that? And you're like, um, no, he didn't. Uh, that's not what he said. You didn't hear from him at all. Right. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like, I mean, I was I was duking it out there for a while. Well, let's come back to that actually, because yeah, we I haven't so finished too. our story. Yep. So. So we, anyway, so we so we we have the dance. We get and, on the court, and the night of court is the day before the dance, and you walk on the court. They announce who the prince and princess are, who the king and queen are. But that night, I 
wanted you to meet my father first. We were not boyfriend and girlfriend yet. Yeah, well, let's let's back it up just okay. a touch because something? before the dance, mm-hmm. we were not just going to be on court together. We were going to the dance oh, yes. together. Yes. We were not boyfriend and girlfriend. No. There was no boyfriend and girlfriend. It was just we were going to go to the dance together. Yeah, we did decide to do that. That's what that yeah. was. And I think that's important to understand because when we show up to the um, event at the basketball game where the court walks out. So court walks out, everyone mm-hmm. cheers for you. Everyone sees that Tom Curie's on court. They lose their mind. They want my autograph. <laughs> all kinds of stuff like that happens. Um, when that took place, um, yeah. parents came, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. they came to see their kids be on court. Um, and so, but there was no discussion about meeting parents or anything like that okay it wasn't oh there was nothing (laughs) no i'm saying with myself i was and so when we get to the basketball game bethany springs on me hey i want you to meet my my mom and dad yes definitely i every single boy not that i had many (laughs) who i stalked dated oh dated not that i dated many (laughs) i'm sounding sad they um i had to have my dad's approval i wanted my dad's approval because he sought the lord on all things and i wanted his approval on it and so when tom got there i was like hey i want you to come meet my parents because i wanted to know before even pursuing tom as a potential boyfriend I wanted to see what my dad thought about him because he usually thought about something pretty quick with some of the guys. <laughs> now, but I'll, I'll say this too, and I, and I tease her about it because like, hey, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't ready for it. But to be quite honest, I was very comfortable meeting mm-hmm. adults. Like it was never, it was, I, to be quite honest, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I, I was already just working. A different breed. <laughs> I was already working at the hardware store at yeah. the time, and so I was constantly meeting with men who were working on plumbing and all of it was. I enjoyed those conversations most of the time. So yeah. I, I know I, I laugh and I'm like I wasn't prepped. I wasn't ready for it, and I wasn't to be quite honest. But um, but it it wasn't really that big of a deal for me. Yeah. I mean, cause it, I didn't have anything to hide. Right. Yeah. I mean, you were good at that time, you were a good clean at that boy. time, dad drove a Ford truck. <laughs> yeah. So I only had things to embrace, not to hide at that point. So dad met you. We do all that later that night. My dad actually told me, and this is the first time he's ever told me this. He told me that he really liked him and he, he gave me the green light. He said, I've got, I feel the green light with him. You can you can continue this. So I'm like, yes, my dad actually likes somebody. <laughs> like that was the first time that he did. So I couldn't believe that. And um, so we went to the dance, and that was really fun. I fell down the steps yep. when you were coming to get me. So that was pretty epic. I ate a giant ball of butter. Yes, our first date. <laughs> he his friends dare him to eat it. Giant yeah, ball so, butter, which uh, was gross. We we went to where, where was it? Was Chili's? it Chili's? No, TGF Fridays. TGF Fridays. That's what it yeah. was. TGF Fridays, and I ordered. I'm sure I ordered a steak and a baked potato and Probably, stuff. I yeah. knowing me, I didn't. I ain't no problem there. Um, but the baked potato had butter on it, mm-hmm. 
and it literally was like an ice cream scoop of butter. I mean, it was literally yeah. like they took an ice cream scoop and put it on there. Is that what you thought impressed girls? I, I, yeah, I <laughs> learned a lot of things that night. Um, <laughs> girls like to fall down steps because they can't walk in those shoes. I and can't walk in heels. So, so the the baked potato comes out with giant ball of butter, and my best friend literally looks at me. I mean. The waitress couldn't have just sat it down. He looks straight at me. He says, I dare you to eat that ball of butter. And there was no hesitation. Fork was in my hand. And then next thing I know, that entire ball of butter was in my mouth. Yeah. I do not advise doing that. You, it was not a great idea. You it, too, didn't you? Well, darn right, I did. That I wasn't going to spit it out, man. man. Yeah, man. So then we went to the dance after being disgusted. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think we hardly danced at all. No. You guys might be surprised to hear that I am not a dancer. You were, you were, he wasn't. But uh, yeah. he is now, folks. He's come a well, long way. Well, I definitely way. was not then. Yeah. Um, and so... I was more, you know, I wanted to make sure that the bleachers didn't fall down. Yeah. You know, I would kind of like hold them up, hold them in place. And you know what I mean? I'm doing it for the safety of everyone else who needs a break from dancing, yeah. looking at the bleachers, right? Yeah. Does that sound believable? Yeah. No. Not at all. You just didn't have the right girl yet to show you. Yeah. Okay. And so Bethany would go <laughs> dance and Dancing's and my favorite. But this was the first dance that I did not dance like at all. Well, I maybe did one time, but I was like, don't look at me. I'm too nervous. I'll be scared. So he wasn't allowed to look at me during that. I was inspecting the bleachers. <laughs> so then we have the dance, and it was like maybe a week later after the dance, we're still talking on the phone till like three in the morning every night. Having I the, decide having the best time of our life. I decide playing it's, the question game. It's time to land this plane, folks. <laughs> I'm like, all right, look, we've gone to a dance and I was together. Still just being nice. <laughs> Daddy-O has already said he's the man of your dreams. <laughs> I'm like, this is it. I got to land this ship, man. This is my chance. I blew it a year ago because she wouldn't answer my calls. This is my time. I have her email address. I have her phone number. Um, I know where she lives now. Like, This is it. This is my time to strike. And so, so I decide I've got to ask this girl to legitimately be my girlfriend, to literally give me the opportunity to start courting her in a relationship. And... What I'll say to that is this wasn't a decision that we took lightly. Um, it was something that, you know, again, we had been vetting ourselves. It wasn't it wasn't like, hey, do you want to be my, my girlfriend right before the dance? It wasn't anything like that. We were still going through the process of understanding, do we believe there's a connection here? Is this something that we're supposed to do? Um, which honestly was unlike any other um, relationship that I had been in to that point. That was one of the things that blew me away about Bethany. Was that, and I tell, tell people this more. all the time, <laughs> she prayed about everything. Mm-hmm. And she still does. <laughs> you know, I mean, pe- people laugh about the way that she is about design. But there is like prayerful consideration of almost everything that you do. And so some people won't understand that, right? Some people, yeah. Some people can be confused by that. But it is literally... Something that she prays about and she really considers in, in everything that she does. And so I remember the first time I was with her, I was like, man, this girl prays about everything. You better step up, boy. And I was like, <laughs> shoot, man. That's a lot of praying, you know. And I think she got mad at me for eating that ball of butter without praying over it first. <laughs> I didn't even pray over that butter, son. Um, 
And so, so like it was one of the things that like stood out to me. And so this, the building of this relationship was so different than anything I had experienced, and I was completely intrigued, okay, right? Because that of that. Was nice. you calm down. <laughs> don't get all weird on me. <laughs> um, but that happened because we didn't try to jump into anything. We took the time to learn about each other, to truly learn about each other with with you know with the idea that is this going to be related we didn't start a relationship and then start figuring everything out about each other we started figuring out everything about each other before we tied down this relationship And it was really fun too because we actually didn't know anything about each other and it was such a blast Mm -hmm. to play the question game and find out who each now, other were. I, I do think this is an important thing to mention before I talk about yeah. um, the, the the position of becoming boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. I, I think it's important to back up again to some of your stalkish ways. Okay. Because you didn't tell everyone about how you snuck into the school. I didn't sneak into the school. I was a... Well, you sn- I was an school. aide for you snuck the guidance into the cabinet counselor offer- at officers. The and first off, it was my friend's idea, okay? okay? We did it together. We had to file we had to file paperwork for the gu- guidance counselor on I think instead of our study hall or something, we were like aides to help. And so me and my friend, um, we both worked in there and we were filing papers and she was like, "Hey, have we ever looked up blah blah blah?" cuz she knew, well, Tom, she knew that I was maybe thinking he was cute. And so we looked up his address mm-hmm. in the file. And we drove by, we drove down his road one day. We never found out which house was his, but we just decided to, she had just gotten her license, so we felt super cool, and we drove down his road. We never found his house, but we were just trying to peek just to see if we could see him. But <laughs> that see, was way but before. See, look, look, here's the thing, though. But I'm not a stalker. But here's the thing, though. It was a potential husband it's list. It's so funny. <laughs> They, well, hold, hold on a minute. How many houses did you drive by? <laughs> we didn't drive by any. Okay, I was about to say you didn't tell me there were <laughs> if more. If we did, they were her potentials. <laughs> okay, I was about to say I didn't, I didn't know. have anyone else on my I didn't list. know there were other people you drive by. That's a funny story. That quiz we played. Yeah. I don't know if we oh, that is a funny one. Day. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll finish that in a second. But 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 what I what I'm getting at though is. Um, uh, you were a stalker, but um, actually, so so at this I was point, an I'm investigator. like, <laughs> let's say that. that I'm like, better. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta land this plane. I gotta get this thing in because this girl is unique. You should be happy that there you're the something... only boy I did that to. I agree. So um, there's something to her. I want to lock her down, and I want to, <laughs> I want to help her into the idea. Now you gotta understand, it was so hard to even get a phone number from her mm-hmm. to begin with. So I knew. Locking her down to be, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, that was not going to be an easy thing to do. So I got creative. What I did is I tricked her. So you're a tricker. You're just as bad as a stalker and investigator. That's right. That's right. So, (laughs) so what I did is I was, I had decided that I was going to break into Bethany's locker. Okay, so mm-hmm. now you guys knew where the LaRosas, you were with the LaRosas, right? The LaRosas and lockers, right? Now we're getting to the locker piece. So, um, Valentine's Day was coming up. Valentine's Day was coming up. And I had decided I'm going to use Valentine's Day to ask this girl to be my girlfriend, right? I'm going to lock Will this down. Will you go out with me? Will you go out with me, right? <laughs> so I knew I couldn't just ask it because this girl's a little special. She's a little different. 
Did you have um, your license yet at that point? I don't remember if I did or not. Okay. Um, but so what I did is when we were having our question game the night before, mm-hmm. I asked her a question. You told me a crazy story. I did. So so what I did, which was very smooth, I didn't was catch I on told to her, it at all. But I told her. Um, I asked her, I said, do you have like a weird locker combination? And she was like, like why? why? You were like, and I oh, said, okay. I said, my friends all make fun of me <laughs> because of my locker combination. So because I, I'm sure it probably was. That I don't remember. Anyways, um, I, I don't remember what it was. I, <laughs> I think I created some sort of conversation about how the numbers went on my locker combination. I should have picked up on that. And they thought that was weird. Then. I they definitely didn't make fun of me because none of them knew my locker combination. <laughs> I would never give it away. You may have had a real unique one, though. I did. I, I, the numbers so were So maybe real. you're okay and we'll forgive you for that. So anyways, <laughs> so I tell her, it. you know, this was my locker combination, but they make fun of me because of X, Y, Z, whatever it was about it. I said, is yours like that? What's your combination? Yeah. And Bethany, I didn't think anything she didn't think of nothing it. of it. She just rattled it right off. I was like, off. really? I Guys, was like, I could have asked. Blah blah blah. I could have asked for her routing numbers. I could have asked for her <laughs> for her social number. security number, and she would have rattled it off. Really, like, mine's Here you go. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, um, you want my mom's bank account number? <laughs> so she gave me. She gave me that. So we had a class together. Yeah. Right Where before we stared- then. Our, our Mr. Dietrich's class. Each other. Yeah, Mr. Dietrich. Mr. Dietrich. Mr. Dietrich. That's listening? right. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Dietrich's class, and uh, um, and so I I left in middle of the class. Yeah, we face our desk actually face each other, but all the way across the room. And I started thinking, oh my gosh, he's mad at me or something because he was acting super funny. And then he left the class early, and I was like, man, maybe he's upset at me about something for some reason. I thought that. So. Um, which I probably lied to Mr. Dietrich and yeah. said I needed to go to the bathroom. Tell Mr. Dietrich sorry now in case <laughs> he's sorry, listening. I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, so I said I needed to go to the bathroom. <laughs> but what I actually did was I went to my locker and I had bought like a teddy bear a and chocolates. chocolates. Um, dozen of roses. Dozen roses mm-hmm. and a note. You didn't know me yet since you bought me roses. Yeah, no, I butchered that. Yeah. But... And a note that said, "Will you go out with me?" Yeah. And I moved all of that it just stuff. Just made me nervous just thinking about it. <laughs> We're already married. Wait, it's good, girl. You don't have to be worried about it anymore. Wait, are you still praying and asking God if I'm if you're supposed to be with Maybe. me? Maybe. Oh, crap. Um, so so, anyways, I snuck and put all that stuff in her locker, knowing. Were you nervous? No, heck yeah, I was nervous. Are oh, you kidding? Gosh. Knowing that she would go to her locker (laughs) right after that class, because you always did. Yeah. And so I go back in the class, and I have. There's no way I learned anything that day. I'm sorry, Mr. Dietrich. There's no way. He was definitely acting weird. I was way out of my zone, which was making me get nervous for some reason. And so class ends, and I walk with Bethany to her locker. But I already felt suspicious because there was like. There was kind of like a clan following us, so Tom must have told I had other a lot people of followers my that he was going to ask me. And so there was like these people kind of standing around watching us because we didn't have that far to walk to my locker. And corner I, your prey so that it can't get away. That's one of my tips. <laughs> That's one of my tips. So I was kind of dreading going to the locker because then I had a feeling something was about to happen, and I honestly, truly felt scared to death because I didn't feel ready to make. A commitment yet 
And Tom's really great at being determined and pushing me into staying with him or going with him. But so I open the locker, all the stuff's in there and there's a sign and I'm just like, oh, wow, thank you. You know, and he's like, look, did you see it? You know, and I'm like trying to avoid again. Again. Again, I was trying to avoid seeing the question. Because she I knew it knew, was there. I knew it was there. And I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. Like trying to shut the locker. Like, that was sweet. Shut the locker. Well, he didn't let me. He's like, look, there's a note in there. And I'm like, <laughs> so I pull it out. You and he's were like, so mean to me. I wasn't mean, though. I was scared. <laughs> And so anyway, I open it, it says it, and I felt so pressured to say yes, because so many people were watching us, and I didn't want to hurt your feelings. That's right. So I said, oh, yeah, I, I, did I say I guess? Um, you probably I'm did. I'm pretty sure I said I guess. And I literally felt sick to my stomach for a second, because I just felt so scared. That's right. Like, did God want me to do that? Yep, so there's another hint and tip. Pressure, pressure them in um, to saying yes. <laughs> Surround them by their friends where they can't say no in front of them, especially yeah. if they're nervous. But <laughs> So then we each month we started talking about it a little bit for. Each month, literally, I would get scared that Tom wasn't the one for me that God wanted. And I would just have this crying spell. And I'd be like, I don't know if you're the one that God wants for me. And literally... After praying and literally every single month, Tom would talk me back in to why I should stay with him and the reasons why we were meant to be. <laughs> literally every single month, he laid out his case as to why he was the right guy for me. Tom, a good and sales guy, man. He, and now I'm thankful for it. Like looking back on it now, I can't believe like that would have really hurt my feelings if Tom did that to me. But I literally was so serious about pursuing my walk with God that I had to have a checkpoint every so often, like, whoa, like, is this getting too far, Lord? Or is or is this what you want me to keep pursuing? And so it seems mean, but I wasn't trying to be mean. Right. It truly was a checkpoint for me with the Lord. Like, is this who you want? Is this the path that we're going? Because yeah. the main things Tom and I were in line with it, but there was a few little things that could have right. been hiccups for us that, yeah. that I had to keep seeking God's face on. And yeah. so... That's kind of our story, and we wanted to share it because of Valentine's Day. This is our 18-year anniversary of being boyfriend and girlfriend, and he asked me out on Valentine's Day, he said, so that he would never forget. That's right. Which really was smart because we don't forget now. Another smooth move. It was. It was good. It really was, yeah. So 18 years of being boyfriend and girlfriend this Valentine's Day, and I am so thankful that you were determined and pursued me like you did and that that we did ask all of those questions questions right. from the beginning yeah. because because we make a good pair well <laughs> and that's 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 you know what we want to share with you is that you have to whether you know whether you are looking for that person whether you're with someone that you think maybe that with maybe that person or whether you are already with that person bethany and i don't stop asking each other questions Right. Yeah. There we are constantly, you know, we're evaluating how how the other person is doing and we're still learning things about each other. Right. I mean, as you go through different stages of life and different places that you get, there are new things that you encounter. There's new things that you experience and you should never stop asking questions, yeah. right? You As know, you I say, always never tell. Never stop. Is that what you yeah, saying? go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Tom always says, "Never stop pursuing her." If somebody asks us for advice to give, he says, "Never stop pursuing her." Yes, and and when I say pursuing her, I don't. 
you know, I don't just mean her as in your wife and 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 in that way, but pursuing her heart, pursuing her desires, pursuing her feelings, like all of those things, it's so important. But the way you pursue though is you have to ask questions, right? Yeah. You have to question and, and I don't say question as in question their motives, question their thoughts in in a negative way. But to truly understand them and truly understand what they're feeling, what they're going through, and what they're doing. And so I am kind of feel like our final thought that we're wrapping up to is you should play the question game. Yeah, that's always good. Amen. But I do have one more thing, too. I just, I know there's so much more we could talk about. But, too, I was thinking about, you know, the other thing, though, that we want you to think about. Yes, you need to ask the hard questions first. Absolutely. But you also, you know, there's the other spectrum where I think we've had friends who nobody's perfect. Nobody meets this perfection that yeah. they're looking for, that they're they're never getting married because they're looking for the perfect person. And yep. we can tell you for sure there is no one that's perfect. Nobody is going to be the per- I mean, well, yes. I mean. <laughs> yes, there is. I believe God has ordained the perfect person for you, but no, they will not be perfect. Obviously, we know that only yeah. Jesus is perfect. But, you know, you've got to have your basic standards that you want, but you also can't assume that they're going to be absolutely perfect, agree with you on everything. That's. That, I think that is a very good point. But there is hope for everyone there's too. There's two I say. <laughs> sides. There's two sides of that spectrum. Yeah. You've got people on one side that just say they're just throwing caution to the wind, and they're just, hey, I know, I know, we don't align on our core main things, but yeah. I really love him or her, and I'm, I'm going after that. And that is dangerous territory. But you're yeah. right. On the flip side, it's someone who says, if they don't meet my list of criteria to a T, yeah. You know, it's a problem. And and you should be praying for that person. You should be praying for that relationship. And I know we could have a whole conversation yeah, about that, that we're not going to get into. I just wanted to hit on it. I know we're not going to get into I feel like there's today. so much more to say there. But, but, but it is important that you have to understand people are different. Yeah. Bethany and I are two very different people, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it is those differences that when we come together become yeah. strengths with together. god in the middle right absolutely yeah. we we come together um and you know we we joked at the beginning about this about you know wonder twins unite and all that all that yeah. stuff but um but it, it it is true that when when you are in unity mm-hmm. for the core things doesn't mean bethany likes all of the tv shows that i like mm-hmm. Right, even though we do like most of the yeah. same things, it doesn't mean that we like all the exact songs. Though it does drive you nuts if I don't like something that you like a little bit. I at have times. come a far way on that. Right, but <laughs> but we have um, we have that core connection, mm-hmm. and you have to invest in that core connection. You have mm-hmm. to recognize it. You have to identify it early on. If your core connection is only physical attraction you will have a problem yeah you will have a problem yeah it cannot be the core of the only thing about your relationship Mm -hmm. and you have to be willing to address those tough questions yeah and i was going to say too just to add to that real quick you can never know true love either until you know the love of jesus so you're never going to have this perfectly flowing relationship until 
you've met the love of God because we're able to love the way that we are, love each other because we have experienced the love of Christ in our life. And because of that, we're constantly being able to go on the same page. Um, and I think that's yeah. all I was going to say. Yeah. Well, me- with that, we want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this second episode of the real marriage podcast. Um, and uh, uh, we hope that you'll continue to um, have this conversation, um, you know, connect with us on social, um, comment, um, whatever you do, do all the things that you do. Um, I know we have hundreds of thousands of followers, but if you're not following <laughs> us, please do so. Uh, we appreciate you here. And uh, um, I did have one more thing, though. Oh, great. Just you one more thing, just to ruin your spiel. Thank you for that. My last advice is to never say never, though, because there is hope for everyone. <laughs> but back, one more high school throwback oh, is, because I think you wanted me to share this, is we played a quiz with my friend. You know, girls played this stuff back then. I don't know if guys did, but you would no. make a list of the potential boys you liked, and they would ask you questions. And I actually, I think it might have been, it may have been our freshman year. It might have been our, I probably was our sophomore year, actually. Um, but I got asked, would you ever kiss Tom Curie? And I was like, no, absolutely not. I will never, <laughs> never kiss him. Like, no. And I I did that because I was kind of afraid. I didn't know what she would think about it. But I, I really thought maybe I would. But I, I absolutely was like, I will never kiss Tom Curry. So I just wanted to say, never say never. There's hope for everyone because now we have four kids. So that's just a really funny story to share, I think, don't you? It is. Was and it worth ruining I your think, spiel over? <laughs> um, I, I think it was. And I'll, and I'll say to that, um, you guys can see the battle that I had to fight to win her heart. <laughs> but it was worth it. <laughs> well, and I think, too, you know, it shows you that, you know, God had to be cracking up when I said that. Because God already knew, listen, chick. That's going to be your husband, so that's pretty funny. And I just think God already knew that, and that just shows you that you've got to be open to whoever God has for you. So I may have thought, he's absolutely not going to be my husband, and God was like, girl, you just wait. You ain't got no clue. So just keep seeking God's face on who it is, and pursuing God and all those things will line up. That's right. I did have one more thing, but I'll stop. Okay, good. Save it for another one. Save it. Save it. All right. So, again, thanks again for tuning in. We appreciate you jumping on board with us. And we'll have another podcast coming at you in a couple weeks. And happy belated Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) See y'all.